Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash plearnmc. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. And I'm Courtney. We are continuing our series, but what do we do here first? Hey, so we talk about the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized learning. Yes, we do. And we do it on Spotify now. I know. So good. Yeah, it's nice seeing my name right up there next to like uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, that's nice. Good I company. I think we're the same, yeah. Basically. <laughs> So we're going to continue our series on collective efficacy today. Yes. And we are talking about the enabling conditions. Right. So I, I kind of want to back up a little bit, though. It occurred to me today, I was thinking about it, and a listener um, who I happen to know is a listener commented to me the other day that they, they think that this is a really, that this series is amazing, that it's really good. Well, and I was like, hey, thanks. But then in my head, I was like, I don't know why it's related to that, but some of our listeners might be wondering why we're talking about this because we're not actually talking a lot right now about personalizing learning. Oh, that's a good question. So why are we talking about collective efficacy and doing such a deep dive with it? <laughs> I was hoping you'd answer. Oh. Just kidding. So, uh, well, you are going to answer, but... Yeah, well, I have an answer. Of course I do. <laughs> okay, well... Let me, let me go first and see if we're yeah. on the same page here, because we haven't really talked about this. No, you and I have not talked about it. We with, both with were like, me. yes, we will do collective efficacy, but we didn't really do the whole, like, well, what does it have to do with personalized learning? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I've been doing a, a lot of reading and research. Uh, I'm in a new district uh, with uh, a lot of different places. We're in a lot of different places than the district I worked at before, so... I want to make sure that I have my facts backed up uh, when, when and if people push back on, on why are we doing things your way? Why, why do you have these ideas? Or did you just make them out of your head? And I would say occasionally, sometimes that's true. But doing a lot of reading to set up the conditions for, for really what personalized learning is, you really have to, have to go back to a lot of what it, what it looks like in the classroom and you can't do it alone. You know, when we yeah. talk about collective teacher efficacy, it's about all the teachers, all the teachers, yeah. not just some of them and not just on your own. Um, little, little bird walk here. When we've talked about the last few seasons, we talk a lot about the things that you can do on your own in a classroom, yes. regardless of whoever's around you. We and do, we, yeah. we've talked about that for quite a long time. And I think one of our points was, well, let's get a little bit deeper into it and really try to make a bigger change, not just individual change. Yeah. And getting back to where we were, I think this, this is more about just one teacher doing things. This is about an entire school or an entire district doing things um, that we want to make those conditions for personalized learning to be as effective as possible. And this is the most effective way, according to yeah. John Hattie. Yeah, I think my my response is very, very similar, that it, it is all well and good to be doing some personalizing on your own in the classroom. But if you want to look at education through the lens of equity, then everyone should have access to personalized learning. 
And in order for all the students in a school to have access to personalized learning or proficiency-based education or competency-based education or any initiative, right, that a district is trying to um, lift, then all of the teachers need to believe that they can do it and that it will work. And so this collective efficacy is the underlying foundation of any significant change, especially personalized learning, because I feel like for many teachers, it's a big paradigm shift. So you need that foundation of, of efficacy, believing that you yourself can do it and that it will work and also believing that your colleagues can do it and it will work. Um, otherwise, personalized learning will always stay in small pockets and that's just, it's not as powerful. I think that's a great way to put it when you said that it's, you know, it's scary when you're trying to make these new shifts uh, of paradigm shift is really can be very mind boggling for a lot of, a lot of uh, people, not just teachers, but administrators too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And having that collective efficacy, I, I can see that as a, a support group, as it were. So we, we are all in this together and yeah. we, we can do this because you know what? We are good enough to do this. I think there's a good way to talk about it that in that way that this is a paradigm shift and this is an effective way to, to work as a team, not just you know, teamwork, rah, rah, but believing yeah. in each other that we can all do this together uh, because we're all focused on the same thing, which is improving learner achievement. Yes. All right. I think that answered it. Yeah. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> that was good. That is, that was a great question though. So thank you to that listener yeah. for really making us think a little bit. All right. So what is our, what is our next, uh, our next uh, enabling conditions our next enabling condition yeah so right if you remember so if you're for some reason this is the first podcast of ours that you're listening to go back at least three episodes and mm -hmm. uh, start at the beginning of this particular series remember we're doing trimesters now and this trimester is about collective efficacy there are enabling conditions that need to be present in a school um, in order for collective efficacy to actually happen um, for it to, to exist and so the next one we're talking about is uh, teachers' knowledge about one another's work. What does that mean? Well, it means like I know, Matt, if you're a teacher down the hall from me, I know how you teach, what kinds of methods you use, what kinds of strategies you use. I know who you are as a teacher and I know how you operate as a teacher. Okay, so let's talk about some of the ways that it, what it doesn't mean. Yeah, that's I'm good thinking idea. like we've, we've done two of these enabling conditions already. And if you don't dig deep into it, you get a really surface level understanding of what it yes. means. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking what these, what this doesn't mean. If somebody's listening to it and they're like knowledge about running those work. Okay. I know Courtney's a good teacher because she's a wonderful person. Yeah. She's so nice. She yeah. must be good. That's not it. Oh, that Matt down the hall, he's just, he's such a doofus in the teacher's room. He's always asking these annoying questions about the copier or like basic things you should know about how this school runs. He just, I, I mean, he's got to be a mess in the classroom too. So even when you talk about other people, reputations precede a lot of people, uh, especially if you're new to a, uh -huh. uh, to a particular school, you know, John, God, kids love that guy. He, he, must, must, so he must be awesome, right? He must yeah. be, kids love that guy. Right. And all of that 
could potentially be true, but all of our reasons for thinking that that teacher is a a good teacher or not as good teacher are all just surface level, personal, reputational, Mm -hmm. but not actually what they do in the classroom. Yeah. So even if you're in like collaborate collaboration light with someone, right, where you trade resources back and forth. So it might be, you know, like Matt, you and I are both math teachers and I've, you bring some worksheets that you've put together to the table and I'm like, oh, these are amazing. You ask questions on here that like I wouldn't have thought to ask. And now that's my evidence that you're a good teacher, but it's not good enough evidence. The only evidence that's good enough to support that judgment, you know, so-and-so has good teaching chops is if we're actually in each other's rooms. Okay. So you call that collaboration light a second ago. Yeah. Just pushing resources back and forth from one another. That, you, that, that, you're, you're right. That's not really getting to know somebody, right? That's just, Hey, I do this work for me. Yeah. Why don't you try it the exact yeah. same way? And it's exactly. like, okay, that that's not enough, right? No, 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 it isn't. Okay, so you just mentioned one way to do it was to get in each other's classrooms. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, talk about that right after we do this. Okay. So it's our advertisement for the day. We're going to talk about Audible again. <laughs> we love Audible. We do. So for you, the listeners of Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you opportunity to check out their service. I I'm still reading Midnight in Chernobyl. Excellent. It's uh, really good, really depressing, but amazing. Amazing is what it is. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I don't have anything new. No? Did you so, finish your last book, right? It did. I finished um, Dare to Lead, and I have finished the um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg one as well. So I have to find a new one. But you know what? Audible has a vast library. So I can go in there and choose my own. And you can too. Um, not just what Matt has read or what I've already read. So I'm going to look for something completely different. That is a great idea. Yeah. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash plearnmc. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash plearnmc for your free audiobook. So when we talk about uh, knowledge about each other's work, you mentioned right before our break that it was getting each other's classrooms. Yeah, I think that's the most powerful way. And so remember also from our very first episode, one of the ways to, to build collective efficacy um, is through vicarious experiences. Okay. I, I think this is really cool. So like an enabling, the reason that this is why it's an enabling condition of collective efficacy, right? Is because when you're in someone else's room, you, it's a vicarious experience. You're seeing what they're doing and you're imagining yourself doing it. And then it's like this self-feeding um, cycle, right? So I, I think that's awesome. This is, might be why it's one of my favorite um, <laughs> ones because it makes so much sense. Yeah, getting into each other's classrooms. So you said you can imagine yourself doing some of those things. So when, when I've been in the, the classrooms looking at that, I can imagine myself both doing the same things, doing, mm-hmm. doing it in my own style, and some things that just aren't my thing. Yeah. But 
then, but, the, but it's not just like, I only take the bits and pieces of the stuff I think I could do. Even the things I couldn't do, I found myself thinking, okay, so how would I do it in a way that works for me? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cause you're exactly. also observing what's happening with the learners in the classroom. Oh yes. Yeah. And, and really that's what you should be focused on. It's like, yes. so how do they react to it? Right. How right. are they, how are they, how do you know they're learning it? Right. And that's just a lot of observing the interactions and, uh, and you're right, trying to, trying to imagine yourself doing that. Yeah. So there's some other ways uh, that the book, which we always come back to, the mm. collective efficacy book, there's some other ways which are very similar. I would say videotaping instruction is one. Yeah. Where you get to, you still have that vicarious experience just in a different medium. Right. Uh, and potentially to a whole number of teachers, not just the ones in your room that day. Right, right. Because there is, you know, it's one thing to have teachers come into the room and watch and it can work. And, but at some point, there's too many people in a room, right? right? And it impacts the learning environment in a way that um, isn't so great. So uh, the videotaping and sharing that way is another incredible way to see and to get to know each other's practice. So one of the other ones is also called uh, lesson study. Mm -hmm. uh, can you talk about that one a little bit? Yeah, so lesson study, and people might have different terms for these, you know, I, as I was reading about these and thinking about them, like, for me, it always came back to like, oh, this is kind of like, you know, like a tuning protocol type thing. So a lesson study is where you and your colleagues, or perhaps your uh, PLC, your professional learning community, or your mentor, or, you know, your team, whoever, this is when you sit down with a group, and someone kind of presents a lesson that they're that they either have done or that they're going to do and then you kind of go through it as a group you know asking clarifying questions looking at what are the different techniques what kinds of things are you noticing about it um so it's it's uh it's it's more than resource sharing because it's you're collaborating and giving feedback getting feedback making revisions based on the group input on a lesson plan okay I think that leads right into the next one, which is talks about developing common scoring guides. Oh yeah. So yeah, again, you don't have to do those on your own, but if they're a, if they're common, that means more than one person is, is teaching those particular standards or targets. Right. right. Uh, but developing expectations are common also. Exactly. So that really, I think that would really lead into some discussion of what the potential work could look like. Yeah. And you know, more ideas than just my limited bubble of knowledge Right. Uh, would expand what those scoring guides could potentially look like. So I like that one. Mm -hmm. And then one of the last ones they talk about is sharing of teachers' practices and student work and something called teacher moderation. Mm -hmm. So that is where you start looking at actual work. So yeah. I, I think the flow of this has been pretty good where you talk about the actual lessons and the instruction. Mm -hmm. Then you talk about how are we going to score it. Yeah and come to an understanding there. And now you're talking about some practices, so maybe some techniques of, of actually doing that lesson with what yeah. type of assessment could look like. And then you're looking at the results right. of the actual learners uh, looking at as a group also. Yeah. So I like how that flowed really well. Yeah, right that is a really nice, that is a really nice flow. All right, let's talk about the teacher moderation one. Okay. Yes. So that is when um, teachers are coming together to use a protocol to assess assessments, basically. So uh, let's say Matt and I are both social studies teachers. We've been working with characteristics of societies. I've given an assessment 
where the learners have to show their knowledge of the characteristics of societies. So I bring it to Matt and let's say Joni is there too and you all look at it, you ask me questions about it, we look at the student work also to see did it, you know, all those things, did it assess what it was supposed to assess? You know, we look at the scoring scales, the scoring guides. Um, so it's a similar process to the one with the lesson plan, but it's just about assessment. It's about the actual assessments, not about the lessons. Okay. So all those things are really ways to, to learn and gain knowledge about each other's practices there because you're yeah. always collaborating. Right. At this point, it's not just, it's not just me trying to figure stuff out on my own. It is actually working with others, learning about the whole process from beginning to end and looking yeah. at work. And now I know a little bit more about myself and how my colleagues also know. So all of a sudden, my knowledge about your work yeah. has increased a lot other than Courtney's really nice. Oh, a lot. She's yeah. an awesome teacher. She's so nice. Not Matt, he's a doofus. Oof. He's a bumbling fool. <laughs> But so it's, it occurs to me, you know, I think a term we use here in Maine that people might connect with is critical friends. Okay. Um, a critical friends group would be doing a lot of this type of work, those like last few things we just talked about. Mm -hmm. And I, I do want to just add in that like that discussion work is powerful, but adding in the element of actually getting into your colleagues' classrooms, especially like connected with that type of discussion work is even more powerful because there's really still only so much like I can talk through a lesson plan right but it's totally different to see it in action with the learners actually interacting so mm -hmm. whether there's a videotape along with it or like a classroom visit I think it just brings it to the next level I think that one of the problems that people are talking about sometimes is being able to get into each other's classrooms. Uh -huh. you know, the excuse is there's never any time, right? Oh yeah, um, I've got some solutions for that if that's where you wanna go. Well, I don't wanna go with those today because I think they lead right into the next couple of enabling conditions. Oh. So to give people a preview, the next one talks about cohesive staff yeah. and responsiveness of leadership. And I think creating that time and ability and uh, awareness that it's okay to go in each other's classrooms and here's yeah. the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to talk about that a lot in the next couple of weeks uh, okay. to, to make sure how that particularly happens. I know we want to talk about it all right now, don't all we? Right. <laughs> we're not going I really to. want to talk about it. <laughs> can, I give one, can I give one strategy? Yes, we'll consider this a, a bonus piece of the pod for all you listeners. Okay, so here's one strategy for getting into each other's classrooms in ways that's easy and doesn't need a whole lot of planning. So um, everybody gets a colored square of paper. Pretty big, right? I don't care what color, green, whatever, purple. Everybody gets one. And when you are feeling like, whatever, come on in, you put it on top of your door or next to your door. And then when teachers are on um, their prep periods or their, uh, their break period, whatever you call it, they can just go in and no questions asked. You don't have to go in with like a form with like, you know, oh, I'm looking for this particular outcome or blah, blah, blah. No, you just go in and you spend however long you want there. And when you leave, you say thank you. And that's it. So my challenge to our listeners is 
<laughs> to go, do it. Go do that and do let it. us know what happened. Yeah. Whether you're the one that's going in to somebody who's already got this or you're putting up the paper yourself, which would be a bigger challenge. Go do that. Let us know how it went. Yeah. And we'll talk about it on the pod. Yeah. And where can you reach us to let us know about these amazing things that teachers are going to be now challenged to do? Oh, well, we have a parking lot at our website, which is plearnmc.com. You can also find past episodes there and information about Matt and I and a blog. Check that out. Um, <laughs> we are at plearnmc on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, you can find us, plearnmc. And if you are a listener who has not rated and reviewed us yet on apple podcasts please do please do and in fact go do it right now yeah just just right now just do it right now so we'll be back next week with yeah. another yeah. enabling condition another enabling question yeah well i don't know what i said yeah we'll talk next time no.